This was supposed to be alive. Well, I am alive. But it was supposed to be live. It's the news, according to me. Good Wednesday morning, uh, 8.19, almost 8.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, September 6th. I just published, uh, for those of you who don't know, I just published a, uh, by the way, it's 2023, Wednesday, September 26th, 2023. I just, I just pushed out a, uh, a podcast that I did last Friday. I think it was last Friday. It was, a, it was the first, September 1st, whenever that was. I think it was, I think it was Friday. And, um... Was it Friday? Friday or Thursday? I think it was Friday. And uh, I had a long weekend. I had uh, we uh, a very long weekend. We sailed to Chicago for the weekend. Did the bike the drive thing there with uh, took the bikes on the boat. Sailed over to Chicago and then uh, spent the weekend in Chicago on the boat. Got back at about three o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. And then I had to report for work on uh, Monday Monday morning, late Monday morning, and uh, got that all taken care of. So it was um, it was a very busy weekend. Didn't get a show in Monday morning, of course. Yesterday morning, I would have had to have gotten up about four o'clock in the morning to get a show done, and I was I was in actually in uh, where was I? I was in Cincinnati yesterday, and. Um, and then I, I came home yesterday, last night. The uh, so I'm at the home studio right now, drinking for so you know, vanilla chai with cinnamon creamer in it. Well, actually, not is it cinnamon? I think it's yeah. I think it's cinnamon creamer because I just I just opened up a new bottle. So it's going to be cinnamon for a while here at the house, in the home studio, which is uh, still under issues here. Uh, everything keeps breaking. I have uh, too many vehicles apparently, and. Uh, when three out of the five are broken down, there's a, there's a, like all at once. Uh, the Jeep just quit. Driving down the road just quit. Won't start. Can't figure that one out. I've, uh, I've put in, I've put in a new ignition coil. Put a new rotor cap on it. I haven't put a new rotor on it yet. Didn't think it was getting spark. Uh, according to some guy that was help, helping me alongside the road, he, he said, I don't think you're getting any spark because he was, he was kind of checking it with, uh, it's hard to check the spark by yourself. It's kind of difficult. Like you can do it, but it's got to, it takes a little more monkeying around. And I, so I was assuming I wasn't getting any spark. He said I was getting fuel. Well, it seemed to be, he said the fuel pump was, seemed to be working. So that wasn't a problem. Now, I don't know if the fuel filter is clogged up. That could be a problem, but it seemed to be getting fuel up to the little fuel manifold. So, now I'm not getting fuel in fuel manifold, and it, I, I, I was switching around some fuel. Some uh, when he when he got there, I was switching around some fuses to see if there was you know the fuel pumps fuse to see if it was the relay to see if it was bad, and uh, couldn't it wouldn't it didn't change anything, and so I, then I put in a new uh, crankshaft sensor, uh, crankshaft shaft position position sensor position sensor. That's what it is. There's also a thing called a camshaft position sensor, which I am still waiting on. This should be here Monday. But um, it still won't start. I did, did all that stuff. still won't start. Um, the, so the old position sensor was probably okay. The, uh, the old coil was probably okay, as far as I know. 
But, yeah, you know, uh, what do I know? I'll just keep changing parts until I've changed everything. <clears throat> the, whole, the whole Jeep, basically. I'm just going to exchange the whole Jeep for another, another Jeep. And at that point, that should fix it. What you do is you take out a spark plug. And then you roll in another, another Jeep. Take the spark plug out of that one. And then you just throw the old spark plug away. <clears throat> Put the new spark plug back in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you get. The... Um, Anyway, enough of my stuff. Now, when, of course, now after we got home, because we were camping last weekend, the weekend before, went camping. And um, on the way home, I was having radiator issues and radiators leaking like crazy. Not sure exactly where that's coming from. It's really hard to get to to see it. It's, it's where the thing is. It's, it's like, there's like two radiators and it's the one behind the other one is hard to see where it's leaking from. So I'm going to take that to a professional. I'm just not going to mess with it. don't have time. And the, uh, my brakes, I'm, while all this was going on, my brakes on my truck, <laughs> brakes on my truck went out again, rear, rear brakes this time. Now they, they went out a couple of years ago. I'm afraid that the repair that was done, I didn't pay that much for it. It was 150, 150 bucks. The guy, the guy fixed them for me. And unfortunately, uh, the brake lines have corroded completely again. Which is apparently from some very cheap brake lines, because they blew out, and so it was that it's drivable, but not barely, just barely. So I'm not going to be. Uh, <clears throat> I have that. Car. So, so I have two cars now. Well, three, I have three cars that are drivable. I guess I have, I have all, all the Volvos. In fact, the Volvo one Volvo had to tow back the Jeep. The, the had to tow, had to tow, the, tow the Jeep back home with the one Volvo. So I've got a tow bar on the on the Jeep, so it helps. Crazy times here at the household. So we have, uh, <clears throat> and the mower quit, mower, mower quit working on me. The uh, mower broke down. I had a, initially it just wouldn't run. So I got, got that kind of fixed, figured out what that was. And, uh, and then had, had it running at least. And um, as soon as I started running it, I realized I had a major hydraulic leak. It's going everywhere. And so I, I put on some new hoses, got that going, and now it has a different issue. It's quit, it just quit on me again. I believe it's a fuel pump, I think, at this point. So all of my time off is spent. So this is the, and this is the time of year we usually spend, like to spend weekends camping and boating. So I had to pull the boat out about a month anyway. Because, you know, Lake Michigan freezes. So I got to pull that out. Crazy days. Crazy days. Anyway, there's a lot going on. I, 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 I did talk about some things last week. Uh, I talked about this Anthony Oliver thing. Um, I, I think he's going to fade out of popularity pretty quickly here. Um, the song is sadly... Um, I, 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 I don't know what to say. It... People have a tendency to uh, – yeah. You know, the guy could have really uh, – well, I said what I said – what I said last week. I, it, it's, it's, I just – I stand it right there. That's just – that's what I, that's where I stand with it. Um, I think he's a very troubled soul. He admits that he's, trouble, he's a troubled, troubled person. He's 
And aren't we all? I mean, it's, but it's kind of sad to see uh, someone in that state. I, I think because it, it, since it, being able to strike a chord with the nation, with a song that is very, um, has a negative tone. It's kind of a fist in the air, shake your fist in the air at the, the people in power kind of song. It's a frustrated expression. It's an expression of frustration that unfortunately has rang. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that's the state of our country right now. It's not, it's not unfortunate that the song struck a chord with our nation. I think it, I think it brought our nation together for, for a moment. And, but I think that at the same time, I think that it, it's sad to see our, our nation at that state. People are not very hopeful right now. Well, they might be hopeful that Donald Trump's going to go to jail. They might be hopeful that Donald Trump's going to be the president. They might be hopeful that Biden is going to be impeached. The Republicans, the establishment Republicans, are still fearful that if they do what they did back to, to, to Clinton back in the day, back in the 90s, they're very gun-shy on this, this active impeachment stuff because they're afraid of the backlash. Now, you have to keep in mind there was a backlash, uh, if you want to call it that, with, with Clinton. And it was, I wouldn't say it was so much of a backlash as it was just, it was just energized the other side. Um, there were some pretty diehard Clinton followers, worshipers. And those same people today would be the people who would tell you that Donald Trump is a pig. It's the hypocrisy goes so deep; it's not even possible to explain. I, I don't. The way. No. Anyway. I'll move on. Uh, Joe Biden is de declining rapidly. Um, this is what I was afraid of was going to happen. And now there are people who are basically saying, uh, I think one estimate, uh, one, one guy I heard that was, he seemed to kind of know strategically what they were probably going to plan on doing if they can hold it off long enough. They're, they're probably going to wait until after the first of the year. And then they're going to announce that Joe's going to step down, step aside, whatever, because of health issues or concerns or whatever, whatever it is. Who knows what it is? Somehow, I think that, that the powers that be, there's a, there's a so right now, I guarantee you, and this is just my, my perception. Right now, um, there is a huge power play, power struggle going on within the, the DNC and within the Democrat Party. They are, there are people pushing and maneuvering and making deals, cutting deals. I guarantee you every day 
Gavin Newsom and every, every, every single other individual who is potentially possibly a candidate other than Joe Biden is quietly, as quietly as possible, they are wrestling, arm wrestling everywhere and anywhere behind the scenes to position themselves to be a candidate. They are all ready to, they're chomping at the bit, as they say. Champing at the bit, what do they, they call it? The, that's the thing where, the, where a horse is getting ready to go and he wants to go. And he starts, he's got this bit, he's got this bridle in his mouth. He's got this bridle around, around, around him and he's got this bit in his mouth and he's chomping on it. He wants, wants to go, wants to go. People don't want to go. They want to, they want to jump in, they want to throw, in, throw it out. Now, 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 interestingly enough, and this is, again, this is just to tell you something about Sean Hannity. He just recently, I think over the week, uh, last couple of days, had a, an interview with Gavin Newsom. And he, he pushed some tough questions on him. Not, not the questions he needed to have, but he, he pushed some tough questions on him. But giving him the credibility, uh, I think, of even having – now, here's the deal though. These people write – they write books. It's the same formula all the time. And you, you'll see this. This is what Mike Pence did. He wrote his book, and he went on a book tour. He got himself out there in the public. Then he announced he was running for president. Gavin Newsom is making this big media blitz, wants to, be, wants to debate Ron DeSantis. The reason he wants to debate Ron DeSantis is because, and the reason that people want this debate is because they think, this is the establishment behind the scenes here, folks, pushing for this stuff. The establishment, Ron DeSantis is the establishment's guy. Now, they would rather have Pence, much rather have Pence. Pence, Pence has made the statement, I'm going to go in and clean house in the DOJ. We're going to clean everybody out and, and, re, and put in new people. Okay, well, that means nothing, Mike. Because you're only going to replace them with people who are on a list from the DOJ. This is like, I think, one of the biggest mistakes that Donald Trump made was putting Bill Barr in as attorney general. Big mistake. When the left steps in, they put in their puppet. Merrick Garland was the perfect candidate for them on the left. Here was a guy who was scorned by the right for not being able to be on the Supreme Court. Can you imagine if he was on the Supreme Court? But just, but just think about this. He's just like, probably almost as bad as some of the candidates, Sotomayor, not, yes, Sotomayor and uh, who's the other ones? Well, then you got this newest one. Katanji Brown, is that her name? I don't know. <clears throat> And it's all about, it's all about race. Everything is about race with these people. Well, there's no black people on your committee. Oh, I, there's no white people on your committee. I, what's, um, recently, uh, Stephen Crowder, did a, I'm going to bring this up hopefully later in the show more, but um, I do want to get it out there right now because it's, it was, really, it was really disturbing to listen to. Uh, Stephen Crowder had this 
episode, and I don't listen to Stephen very much anymore. He's gone a little bit off the wacko end, but he, he's, um, he, he's, he's keeping his show going. You know, kudos to him for keeping things moving. He, um, he had an episode on, for, for a lar- large part of it, was all about uh, suicide in, our, in this country, statistics on suicide in our nation. And it was overwhelming to look at the statistics and then to look at the response and the resources concerning those, those statistics. Uh, if you get a chance to look at it, it it's, it's, it's worth listening to. And, it, and it's very, uh, it's, it's pretty, the facts, the facts that he presents are very important, I think, for us to understand. The rate of, the number of white middle-aged men that are committing suicide compared to the rate of any other demographic. And then when you look at the government response to suicide and prevention, every demographic is, is represented except for white men. And the rate is about nine times greater than any other demographic. All the other demographics combined are not as high as middle-aged white men. And it would seem that no one cares. It's just, you know, well, you deserve it. Oh, oh, poor, poor white boy. Oh, just like when, when was it Reed, uh, Joy Reed uh, on CNN or MSNBC, whatever she's on, MSNBC. She, oh, poor white people. Like when, because things were, the atrocities were happening to white people and she, oh, poor white people. This is, that's a very... <laughs> a very racist thing to say. And I, I, I just, again, the hypocrisy goes deeper than... There, there is such a thing as an, an anger, anger and rage and it can blind you to everything around you. And I think that this, the point that I'm trying to make here is that there are people who are so upset with Donald Trump. So upset with the, the, because of the race baiting, drumming up stuff that happens out there. They get into this blind rage. And what they do, they don't offer solutions. They only offer retribution. Vengeance. Reparations. Said, okay, what, what's it going to take? Now, you know, I, I watch some videos sometimes of stuff up in, you know, it happens in the, what they call the hood, you know, the more the urban areas, the African-American 
population, populated areas. It, it is tribal mentality. Now, this, this can happen in, in any skin color. I've seen this. I've, I've seen. I've, I've seen this in in countries that are European. But the social order, the social civics, the ability to maintain discipline, self-discipline, and to to put others higher than yourself, to have an understanding of an embracing of of, of law and order. When you reject those things and you start to live by the law of the street or the law of the tribe and for those of you who think that's a racist statement to use the word tribe, no, that's tribes have been white, they've been black, they've been Native American, brown, whatever you want to call it, there have been tribes. The Druids were tribal. So it's not as this is this, again. This, this is where everybody goes back to this whole race. They just think everything's race. Oh, you're a racist if you say this. Say, use this word or that word. No, you're the racist actually. For it's like saying that dreadlocks are an African American. You're appropriating African American culture. Which again, what's wrong with that? If, even if they were, what's wrong with that? The first known recorded dreadlocks were actually from the Scandinavians. So, I, again, I, this is, but, you know, history be damned. But, you know, let's, let's just go with what we know from our, let's just look at it from one particular thing because we have to find something that's racist. And I keep asking the question, what is, what is it going to take to get over this? What, what, what is the solution here? What is the resolution that we're going to have? Is it, is it acknowledging that white people should be eliminated from the earth and the world's going to be a better place? I, I, I just, I, to me, I just, it just blows my mind that the rage again is just is, is so it blinds people so much that we can't just have a discussion about the truth, the facts, the the, the, the statistics. Now we're getting back. Here we go again. And I, I'm not I'm really scattered this morning because I'm. Trying to squeeze a whole lot into one day here. Hopefully, I'll have a show tomorrow. I, the rest of the week, I have no idea how the rest of the week's going to go. I'm surprised I got to go have a show today. I was always not expecting to be home today. I really, actually, it really wasn't. Now, the sadly, the the, the mask mandate stuff is coming back. Uh, Biden issued an order that he would only wear a mask during when he's around people close by or people. And within within the building and outside, and when you you know wear one all the time inside when he's around anybody, within you know certain distance of anybody. The next thing you see is he's doing a a Medal of Honor ceremony for.
for a very old man from World War II, probably older than Joe. It looked, it looked sad. It was very sad. It was two very old men. Actually, the, the 90-year-old, I think, was getting around and understood things better than Joe did. Joe had a hard time getting them. Getting, he's putting this metal on this guy. Of course, he's right up in his face. No mask. And here's the deal. If somebody, you know, if, you're, if, if this mask thing comes back and you're not going to wear a mask, I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I refuse to. If anybody tells me I got to wear a mask, I'm going to say, okay, so if, if I wear a mask and you wear a mask, how many masks are there in this equation? There are two. Why don't you just wear two masks? That covers you and me. Apparently two masks is all we need between me and you. You wear both of them and you're covered. Now, now you're covered by everybody. This is just like people saying, oh, I, I'm so mad because this person showed up. I'm, I'm vaccinated and he's not vaccinated. He's going to be spreading. I might, I might catch COVID because he's not, he's not vaccinated. Excuse me? That's like saying, if I'm not wearing a life jacket, you might drown because I'm not wearing a life jacket. So if I am vaccinated and I have COVID, which you can have, you know, you, all the vaccinated people out there are getting COVID. In fact, if you dig into the seat, they're not telling you this. The CDC now has recommended it. It now has a, a warning. One of the risk factors of this new strain of COVID is previously vaccinated individuals are at risk. Oh, they're not talking about that, but it's right there in the CDC information. You'll find it if you look for it. Guarantee you. I don't have any way to share that with you. They're concerned that previously vaccinated individuals, and now they have this booster. Now, this booster or whatever it is, this new strain, this new vaccine for this, for this fall, oh, it's going to cover you. That's not true. Anthony Fauci came out right off the bat when this thing came out and said the vaccine the current vaccine that's being administered for this season does not cover this strain of virus, but it will still provide some protection. He is on record saying that. And the next thing you know, the news media is saying, oh, no, this is, you got to get this booster because this, this is going gonna, gonna to help you. And every day, I don't know if every, every day you notice, I don't know, uh, every day, it seems that people are in the news, uh, you know, celebrities types, uh, well-known popular people are dying. Jimmy Buffett just recently died. He was 76, struggling with some things. Uh, other people, uh, Smash Mouth, the guy that was the singer for Smash Mouth, I can't think of his name, passed away. I think he was 46. Uh, his liver gave out. I, I, I would assume that he probably, that's usually a symptom of something else. The... State of the nation right now, uh, I could I could get, go into the whole Trump thing, and, I, and maybe I'll have a chance to do some recording on, on that later today. Um, Robert Gavea, if you don't, if you want to follow what's going on with the Trump case right now, it's a very hot topic. On Robert Gavea, um, his 
his his little uh, podcast. It goes, it's about a two and a half hour long podcast. Typically, uh, the first the first hour and a half hour and forty five minutes is usually all about the legal cases, and then he goes into what you know uh, listener comments. He goes into some of the people who are listening from. He's, he's got he's got everything going. He's got the, the Substack. He's got the locals. All that he got all that stuff going on. Twitter. He broadcasts live on everything, and he's he's uh, he's got the tech thing going pretty well, much better than I do. And he and he and he's. Very knowledgeable, very entertaining in the way he presents the law and what's going on. And has a very—he's a defense attorney, and he really understands what's going on with the prosecution and what what's happening here and what what people's rights are in terms of their defense. And I, I'm amazed that he's not on the team uh, for Trump because I think he would. Uh, the arguments he puts forth are un, uh, undisputable. Uh, he has really gone after the January Sixth Commission and how how. Ridiculous! It, it was. It was. It was unlawful. It was the whole thing was unlawful, and why nobody else has pointed out the problems that they had with it. I mean, he's just reading the rules as the way they were supposed to operate, and it was, it was totally unconstitutional. And then he had the uh, you know now they have the audacity to say this new commission, this new commission to go after Biden is, doesn't have any de- Democrats on it. That's what they did with the January. No, and, and yeah, and Liz Cheney, Adam Kensinger. Sorry, you're not. They were. They were not Republicans. Nancy Pelosi rejected the people that Kevin McCarthy put forward, and she she picked her own. They were establishment Republicans. Even if they were, they were barely establishment Republicans. They were. They were. Basically, establishment, establishment people. They're not even. I wouldn't. You could put an R or an L or a D behind their name. It would. It, it really wouldn't matter. All of a sudden, uh, so Maui, uh, folks. And there, okay, let me let me talk about this before I go to the Maui thing. There is some weird stuff going on with Joe Biden. There are some people noticing some things that it, it is really bizarre. Now, everybody's going to say this is a conspiracy. No, it's not a conspiracy. It's a theory. It's, 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 it's a theory about something. It's a suspicion. It's not a conspiracy theory. Because that, that label has something altogether. It's, it's the term conspiracy theory is just what it is. But, but it's people have used it now in the media and even in law enforcement to vilify and, and call, that's, that's, that's like saying it's a wacky thought. It's a wacky theory is what they're really saying. Replace the word conspiracy with wacky. And that's, that's really what they're saying. Joe, I, I believe every time you see Joe Biden in public, I don't believe it's always Joe Biden. Uh, I believe he has some body doubles. Because of some of the things I've seen, some of the things that people have pointed out about his, his skin in some different situations, uh, there's some things with his ears, his eyebrows, his forehead. In different situations, he's very different. It's very weird. Now, there were some 
some beliefs that Hillary Clinton had some body doubles after she had her little episode where she fell down had to cart her into the van. She was having a seizure. And they took her to, I think it was Chelsea's apartment or someplace, someplace that they, there was an apartment nearby. They took her, took, took her there. I, I, I don't know if that, where, the, where it was they took her. They took her someplace with this little apartment place. Next thing you know, she pops out. She's walking around town, saying hi to kids, doing all kinds of stuff, walking down the street. Everything's great. By herself. Nobody around her. She always has an entourage around her all the time. She always had secret service around her. And she just walks away. It, it's the most bizarre thing in the world. And, and, it's, but this, and this lady looked a lot like her, didn't say a whole lot. Now, if you don't think that there are people out there who professionally can... Im- I have seen some impersonators that are so good, you would think that was that person on stage. And if you don't think that there are people in the deep state who will, who will train other people to be this way, and be, think if this was your full-time job just to be that person, to study everything about them, to have makeup you know, done and all this stuff done so that you can imitate them to a T, but you can function normally. You watch the way they walk, the way they talk, their expressions of their face. I guarantee you there are people out there doing this. There was a movie about it. It was a comedy done, done about this where they, they wanted to hire this guy to stand in because he looked exactly like the president. So they hired him to stand in for a while so he could do some stuff. And then the president somehow, somehow the, well, the president was gone or whatever, whatever happened, he got lost or something. And this guy had to like be the president for a while. It was, just, it was very funny, very funny movie. Not super funny movie, but it was a funny movie. It's cute. But it was, I think this is based on the idea that this, this stuff actually happens. I'm just saying, there's some weird stuff going on. Now, the whole, the whole, the cases against Trump are getting, they're getting, they're heating up right now to the point where, and here's another thing. The mugshot. I have seen more YouTube channels now and more content creators who are black who are all in for Trump now. I, I have not seen this before. I'm, I'm looking at the polls and they're like neck and neck. So like Biden and Trump are like they're like 1%, 1% for, you know, Biden's winning by 1% on some polls and Trump's winning by 1% on, on some other polls. What I want to know is, this is like 44 and 40, 46 and 44%. So, so to, that, to that, I want to know who this 40-some percent is that actually wants to vote for. And I think, I think the term vote blue no matter who, I think I just heard this the other day. And it's, it's like that, that really fits. They don't care who it is. They're just going to vote Democrat. Because they think the Democrat is the Democratic Party, right? It's the Democratic. It's the only Democratic Party. even though it's not democratic at all, even within their own party, they're not democratic. They're the ones who have all the, now I think they're going to put forth a, a nominee after 
this is how I think it's going to come down. I think, I think they're going to have the Democrat National Committee is going to have their primary. If they even have a primary. They're going to have their primary. They're going to, have, they're going to put Joe in. Then, if Joe steps down, the D, guess who is in charge? They don't have another primary. They don't have another vote. They don't have another election. The DNC heads decide who's going to be the nominee. All the chair people, all of the upper establishment folks get to decide who's going, who the nominee is going to be. It's not just the next person with the... Ne- they're going to play this. I, I think that they're going to play this in a way where they can make the decision. I think if they actually had a primary and had a, had debates and had the whole thing happen, I think that they would have to follow some rules. There's some other rules because they always change the rules. I think they would have rules where they would have, they basically, they would have to go down to the next line of either who Joe Biden, I think he can throw his primary support behind another candidate or, or whoever is next in line, whoever got the next number of votes. Now, I don't think that they want that to happen because JFK or J, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. RFK Jr. is a is a poison pill in this operation because he, if they have a primary and he gets this, he's the second guy up. Well, guess what? They can't have that. This idea of of going after the deep state. See, I, this this is where I think I think Donald Trump stepped into things. I don't think he realized that the. I think he had a, a huge amount of respect for the law enforcement agencies and the CIA and the FBI. He gave them too much credit. He didn't even understand and realize, I think, at the, at the time that there were there was a massive surveillance effort going on on him. Now, the one person behind this whole thing, behind everything that's been going on, that nobody talks about much at all, and yet who is obviously very much aware and probably involved in everything that's going on here. That's Barack Obama. When Joe Biden was bragging about talking to the one ambassador about their billion-dollar grant, now, a grant is always a term that they use because they, they can forgive a grant later on. Nobody, nobody notices it. We're, we're giving them a grant. You have to pay it back unless we forgive it. And we're just going to do that sometime when there's something else going on. We'll just, we'll just sign this off and forgive that debt, that billion dollars. Just, we'll just let you have it. They're never going to pay that back. A million, billion dollar loan or whatever. So they, the, he says something about, well, you're not the president. You can't, you can make that decision. And he goes, oh, call him. Unless that, unless that prosecutor's fired, you're not getting the billion dollars. Well, you're not the president. You can't decide. Well, call him. Oh, so if he would have called Barack Obama, Barack Obama would have been agreed to it. That's what he was saying. So did Barack know about this? In that very little statement there, he implicated Barack Obama in this whole thing. The whole thing. So the question is, does Barack Obama have any synonyms any names, any, any, what do they call them, uh, surnames, whatever, whatever, call, I don't know what, what it's called. Joe Biden was using several other names in his, in his, in the process of doing all these, this underhanded stuff. And he's still using them. He's still using them to this day. 
Now, I don't know if he's doing anything right now because of all the investigations going on. He's probably being really careful. But he, up to the time he got, got elected as president, he's still using these, these extra email accounts, these .gov accounts that had his own, his own little website with these other surnames. One of them was J.R.B. Ware. So I don't know who J.R. is, but it was a warning, I think, to somebody. Personally, I think it was John Ratcliffe. Because he was head of the NRA, NIA, whatever it was. So I just, um, yeah. So Tucker Carlson now is coming out and, and saying that the, the most, the next obvious step. And I, I have not. I would totally uh, agree with this. The idea that the, the left doesn't care. There are people who would celebrate. You forget, you know, don't forget, the, there were comedians, supposedly comedians, who, were, who thought it appropriate to show the severed bloody head of Donald Trump. And that was supposed to be some kind of political statement that was acceptable. So if you don't think that there are people on the, on the left who would like to, to see Donald Trump executed. And for exactly, for what exactly? What, what, ex what exactly is he being executed for? That what, is, what, is, what has he done that's deserving of death? Corporate, corporal punishment. What, what, what is it exactly? Well, he's a hideous individual. He's a Nazi. He's a racist. There are people to this day, I, I just, I have a relative and I, I'm, I hesitate to talk about this much, but I do have a relative that actually will not, I was in Chicago and we we're taking some pictures. I didn't realize the Trump Tower was behind us. It's part of, you know, part of the river. If we look, if you're, having, if you're on the bridge and you're taking a picture, you're going to get a picture of the Trump Tower if you're looking towards the city. And he refused to have a picture taken in that direction because the Trump Tower was there. Well, if it's such a, such a big deal. Why are you even living in that city? I would think, just, why don't you just move out? How dare you? No, it's just, it just, and I, and I get it. If you don't like the Trump Tower, you don't like Trump, that's fine. That's whatever. I, but it amazes me that that kind of hysteria, the derangement that happens, and that's not even recognizable to the point where you can't, you can't do something because of that building being there. That's not liberty. That's not freedom. That's not – you are enslaved to, to your rage, to your anger. When you can't see past it, you can't forgive the man. There's no mercy in your heart at that point because of some things that he said. Really? Some things that he said or things that – you believe he said because the media told you he said even though he didn't say those things or he said them in a different context than what they portrayed them to be. There are good people on both sides. Did you hear the whole statement? All they hear is there are good people on both sides. They don't play the whole thing. Just like they didn't play the whole thing about peacefully and patriotically going down and making your voices heard. They won't play that. The left will not play that clip. 
We are living in a very twisted age where they're, like I said, the end justifies the means and the end is them in power. They believe that all, now, now I just saw, saw a news article or a, 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 a yeah, it, was, it was an article basically about this Jack Smith guy is now extending his reach and his uh, investigation beyond the inner circle of Trump. In other words, people who aren't even connected to Trump in any way, other than maybe have voted for him or were supporters. They're extending their investigation beyond that. If they could, they would get everybody who voted for Donald Trump. That's, that's, that's where they're going with this. They would, they would like to get everybody who's, who's voted for Unless you turn, you know, unless you turn tail and become an informant. So that's your only way out. Comply or die. So I, I know this has been a scrambled eggs morning. And I, but I've got to get going, but there's just a whole lot going on. And like, and I, and I do really do believe, I, I, I'm, I wholeheartedly believe that the left, the people who are behind the scenes controlling the strings, I don't even think they realize it, but the, the end justifies the means for them. And that, that is their only core principle. If you keep that in mind as you see them doing what they're doing, you'll realize that it doesn't matter if they lie, cheat, steal, fabricate, whatever they do. It's all justified under this idea that Trump is so evil that we must do everything we can to protect the nation from this guy. And it, it, this is all part of something they drummed up in their own head. It's, it, is a, it is a mass formation. It, it, it is... There's no other way to describe it. And it, Joe Rogan, I think, is waking up to this. It's really interesting to see him because he's just, he's just a curious guy. He's, been, he's very honest with himself. This is somebody who's very well grounded, knows he has, a, I think, a good understanding. He's been, and I notice he's been inviting on a lot of Christian people lately. Now, some people are, have some weird ideas. Um, like Hulk Hogan is actually considers himself a Christian. But he's also kind of into this, uh, he's into some kind of weird stuff. Uh, so one thing was called it the secret or whatever it's called. I think it's, it, it, anyway, he, he's, he's, he's involved in some kind of a sort of side, more new age Christian stuff. Some, some, I, I would call it that anyway. But he, he, um, but he had him on. He's, you know, he's got this, you know, blatant, blatant uh, people who are blatantly have t-shirts that say, you know, for God's love of the world, you know, John 3.16, all that stuff. It's just, he's, he's, he's open to listening to these people. And, and I think that that's, that's a huge deal. And he's really coming around to this idea that this whole thing is a scam. Going after Trump is a scam. And it's, um, people are starting to wake up to the fact that this is a political prosecution. Now, if this starts to catch on, like I was saying earlier, the, the black community is really catching on to this. There, there are more and more people who are being very – not only – I think that there have been a lot of – that are under the – kind of under the, uh, under the radar that have been kind of supporting Trump, but they are getting very vocal now. And I think that this is where it's getting extremely interesting. Donald Trump had more votes from the black community 
in 2020 than any other former Republican president. I think since they say since 1960 or whenever it was. I don't, I don't know whether they just didn't keep records before that. I don't think they did. But it's estimated that he's going to even increase that by huge margins. One, one estimate had him at 48% of the black community was going to vote for him. I, I just don't see that happening. But what's weird about that is how is it that every demographic – he had more votes from every demographic except for one and Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Well, we know how that happened because it was the most you know, safe and secure election that's ever been held in the country in the nation's history. There's no questioning that. that you can't question that election at all. No, there's no questioning that. It was a perfect election. They will actually, they literally say that. It was the most secure election we've ever had. But this next one, we're, we're really going to have, we, we, it's a problem. It's only a problem if they lose. They want to be the one, they, they want to be on the record saying this, this next one could be the problem. Russia's going Russia's to try to interfere with it. They're still, going, they're still holding this idea that Russia affected the 2016 election. That's, and, but they won't tell you how, by how much. $40 million spent on an investigation or how many, however many months, 18 months, 24 months. And nobody can tell us the percentage of the number of votes, the amount of influence that, the, that Russia had on our elections in, in 2016. All they can say is, yeah, the Russians affected our elections. They tampered with our elections. Okay, what, to, what, to what degree? How many votes did they change? What, what, what happened here? You apparently, you, you know it absolutely that it happened. So you should know absolutely then at least an estimate down to at least, you know, 500 votes of how many they changed. You know, give or take a margin of error. But we don't have that information. We didn't look at that. Oh, kind of like how Bill Barr looked into the 2020 election. Like the day after he said there was no, there was no interference. There was, never, there was never an investigation. Trump, Trump has recently said that. There was never, he never investigated it. There's no records of anything being investigated. There's no people that were assigned to the case. No documentation, no estimates, no, no, nothing. Yeah. But I digress. I must go because life is calling and I must uh, move along. Get some things to do. Who knows where I'll be tonight or by the end of the day. It's, uh, it's going to be a, kind of a nasty weather day, so... Many, many things could happen today just based on the weather. Uh, that tends to influence what happens with my work schedule. I call it work, I call it work with air quotes. You can't see it, but I'm doing air, air quotes. I want to start doing a video broadcast, but <clears throat> um, I know many of you just listen you know, when you, as you're doing something else, like sleeping. That's a good time to listen to the show. That way it doesn't interfere with anything else. Folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, keep each other in our prayers. Okay, I'll, I'll pray for you. You pray for me. And uh, pray for each other. Pray for the nation. Pray for our leaders. Pray for those who spiritually lead us in this nation as well. Those who have influence. We have a mouthpiece. Folks, have a great weekend. Have a great week. God bless. God bless.